Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Ah, your weekly tee box dysfunction is back alongside the cat. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Hit us up on social media at Maddie and Caddy. That is both Instagram and Twitter, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and, C-A-D-D-I-E. That is Instagram and Twitter. Michael, where can the beautiful patrons get in touch with us to ask questions? You can call us now. The listener line for everyone enjoying the podcast, 860-506-6012. One more time, 860-506-6012. Six zero one two and ask away. Yeah, we'll we'll answer just about any questions unless they get too weird, which I understand. We had a couple that got a little dark uh, the first time around, so this yeah. is a, a work yeah. in progress. And I want to, I kind of want to set the scene uh, for where Michael and I are doing this podcast after a brief uh, holiday hiatus. First of all, we appreciate everyone who enjoyed the Christmas gift that was the John Daly podcast. If you haven't listened to it, none of our podcasts go away. Go to wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, the ESPN app, and listen to the Daily Bot podcast. It was the one that got started, but miraculously, we found the thing. Um, from the last time that we have talked, we had the 40th birthday celebration. That is also a lost podcast that I don't think I'll ever see the light of day because of some, some audio issues. Uh, but Michael and I. Rain. That was rain. Rain. That's all. rain I, you know roof. what? I think that's a lost one, but at some point. At some point, we're going to have to dig that out, too, because I think the way that we did it was cool. Yeah, well, we, it'll find its way out of the darkness of where it's lost if we like, got sold by Disney. <laughs> so so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss that one later. Um, so Michael and I are doing this podcast. We are both doing this podcast in the great state of Florida. Yes. Michael is up in Gainesville. And I am down in West Palm Beach at our ESPN studios, 106.3 FM, uh, ESPN West Palm. I want to pre- uh, thank all of these uh, fine folks here uh, for letting me use their studios. And, I, Michael, I did the most Florida thing this morning on the, on the way into the, the 106.3 ESPN in West Number Palm. Number one, how did you get to work? That's what I'm saying. I biked from <laughs> the condo to... ESPN 106.3. I like I couldn't have been more Florida. I wore Yeah, golf. you could if you would have drove a golf cart. But that's what you was Yeah, you, in they, and you out can't of. do that on the Intercoastal. But listen to this. <laughs> when 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 we were lining this up to have this relationship with these fine folks, so we can do this podcast uh weekly whether I'm in Connecticut or not. Uh, I was thinking, well, where where could this studio be? It is 2.2 miles from the condo. That's pretty good. That's great. So I throw and on it's flat. That's flat. the thing. That's where I even I could bike that. Man, I take a beach cruiser. I've got golf shorts, a golf polo, a backwards <laughs> Titleist hat, Are and flip flops on. I am seriously. Yeah, you rode two point two miles. And flip flops. I see your outfit. <laughs> yep, it's verified. I am yeah. literally looking <laughs> at the flip flops right now. You are in full Florida mode, and I couldn't look, and I couldn't be any prouder because the, the bike in, the bike ride in, there were you know, there's fishermen on the intercoastal, there's people walking their dogs. I'm like, you know what? I am in a winter golf haven to talk golf with my boy uh, after coming back uh, from our hiatus. So, where do we begin? Do we start with Xander Shoffley apparently throwing his flag in the ground as someone to contend with this year? 
do we start with where what you and I have been doing with our lives over the last two weeks? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually give you the tee box. You decide what you want to lead with, and I'll go with it. Let's let's start with with why we were on the hiatus for a little bit, not just because of the holidays, but because your boy here got to go on his first cruise in 20 years. Well, the last time I was on a cruise ship, I was performing. Performing I, what? I was doing stand-up comedy. Oh, okay. But I'm, I performed on a cruise line that isn't even in business anymore. It's called Dolphin Cruise Lines, <laughs> and I described it as the Motel 6 of the Sea. <laughs> Like, I could literally shower. I could do the three S's in the bathroom <laughs> at the same time. That's how small the bathroom was. So, yeah, it was not a good experience at well, you, all. And you, if, if, you, if, you can't tell these stories without expecting me to get in here real quick. <laughs> what? All right, stop. First, my okay. apologies. First of all, my apologies for interrupting, but I'm not going to let this care. go without a follow-up. Whatever. What was Dolphin Cruise Line's thing? Like, what was their thing? There was no thing. It was a little, it was, they were like a tugboat compared, <laughs> and this was 20 years ago. Like, when you looked at that ship compared to Carnival, people were like, oh, is that the one that's kind of the dinghy <laughs> in the back and whatnot? And I'll never forget the first show that I did. So for people who have never been on a cruise ship, back then they had two seatings for dinner. They had an early seating dinner and a late seating dinner. Now, early seating dinner for show, it was at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So who eats dinner at 5 o'clock? A lot of people where you're at right now. <laughs> right? So yeah. my show oh, Palm was Beach, at, West Palm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the villages. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I fit in. I love the old people. Around. Oh, it was. I, don't get me wrong, but trust me. With that first show at six forty-five, there was no one under the age of seventy-four in the show. Like they God were sitting urns on the table. It was just. It was. And I did one fart joke, and people got up to leave. <laughs> now here's the problem with this little tiny cruise ship. Was the they had they gave like really older. They gave them walkers that had wheels and brakes because it was a small <laughs> ship. So the ship would really list, would toss and turn. So they would hold the brake and then shuffle a couple of steps and then have to hold the brake while the thing was going back and forth, right? So I was already mad because I was bombing. They were hate everybody hated me. And so as these three people got up to leave, I go, you guys might as well sit down because by the time you get to the door, the next act will be done. <laughs> So, again, no one laughed at that. They were all offended, and they started writing out their comment cards to how offending I was and how I couldn't believe they was, I was representing the cruise line, blah, blah, blah. It was basically just trying to get me fired, so, so and that's it almost how, worked. So that's how your, that's how your my cruise first career, on cruise comedian career goes. So now yeah. fast forward 20 years. Yeah, were, but i got to say, the next show, Late Scenic Dinner, I did almost the same act, almost, and got a standing ovation. So, oh, yeah. I mean, originally they were, the, the cruise was going to drop me off in the Bahamas and pay for my flight home until the second show. And then I got to stay. So I did a weekend for one, then I did a week, and then I did three weeks after that. But after three weeks on the dinghy, they were like, would you like to stay for eight months? Hell to the no. So now fast forward to now. Wait, one more question before we move on off Dolphin yeah. Cruise. So, for this to be like a love boat, I mean, what, what do we have going on there? What do you mean, like a love boat? Like what with the I mean, crew? With just in general. 
Like, I mean, because you, you mentioned a seventy-year-old. Like, what was the later seating like? Age the lady seating dinner was great because it was all everyone was under forty. Oh, okay. so it was awesome. So, and yeah, they, yeah. Why? Since you brought it up, what about the crew? It was that was fun. Hey, imagine, <laughs> imagine you're stuck on a cruise ship for eight months because that's <laughs> most of the most eight of the months? crew was they signed an eight-month contract. A hard pass. Yeah, so you would do eight months on a cruise ship, and then I show up as the new guy. So I got to experience what it was like to be the the prettiest, the prettiest new person. Yeah, I was like the new cool kid in junior high, which was awesome. And I was only staying, like I said, the the longest one I did was three weeks, mm. and then I was like, I'm out. All right, the bad so. news was when I got off of that three week one, and this happened on this ship, but not to me. I had some strange whatever kind of sickness I had. Yeah. Like, it was death. Really? Yeah. So that was the only downside about this cruise, too, was everybody I know that was on this cruise got sick. Except I didn't get sick, but everybody – we had nine people with us, and eight people got sick. What were you guys spreading around? I mean – Oh, bro, it wasn't us. It wasn't. There it were sounds... two people. There were two or three people that were literally quarantined when we got back to the dock. Oh wow! So they weren't allowed to get off the boat. So you guys, you guys had stuff that hadn't been discovered yet. Yeah, or or like you thought avian flu was knocked out. They got. Some, they must have picked up some bad chickens or some from somewhere. So, so it was. Is... It was crazy. But the ship was amazing. The food was awesome. I literally is this current fr- cruise now? Or is it yeah, current, yeah current cruise. cruise yeah. We was on Royal Caribbean Harmony of the Seas, and it was the shows were great. By Friday, by Friday, I hated food because it, you just eat too. It's too much. And as I you understand it, you were on. Mrs. Caddy said no internet. Is that correct? Yeah, I was uh, off the grid. And can I just tell you? It is the most terrifying and then liberating thing you can do. And there was one day where I posted like two things or two or three things on social media and I got busted doing it. And it wasn't even any pictures of any of us that were no, on the No, it, it was the Brad and Chad guys. Yeah, and that yeah. was just for you. I, I was just doing it. that for you yeah. of the, the little glass things, <laughs> the Brad and Chad guys, because I knew that would crack you up. And then I got in trouble. <laughs> And I wasn't allowed to post any more stuff. So the first day that you're off the grid, dude, it it is, it must be similar to detox. Yes, I think it's like internet detox. It is because literally, if you put your phone and all your electronic stuff where you can't get it and see it, when you're walking around, you just start feeling like, hey, I wonder what's going on, just outside. But that's what's wrong with society. I'm gonna get Correct. Be, get off not my lawn being okay for five with seconds. that. I know, well, and not being okay with going. What well, something's happening? Like yeah, no, yeah. But look, really that's happening. where a lot of information is dispersed and disseminated now is via. I mean, basically all of it. Yes. Twitter, all. I mean, anywhere Facebook. you can think of anything. Oh, and not just like what people had for lunch and oh, I'm the greatest thing ever. Look at how good looking I am. I'm talking like. Coaching hires news. and fires, sports yes. news, yes. real real people news. Correct. Correct. But the, but you know what you find out? is You find out it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And how liberating is that when you hit that? Once when, you get through the, the scratches and the, the itches? Yes. 
And believe me, you go through that for a day and a half, almost two days. Where you're like, I got to find out what's up. I got something. Just... Like, then that's how you feel. And then, and then at some point you just go, you know what? The sun came up. I got some food. <laughs> Feeling kind of nice. Yeah, but that felt good. Yeah. Yeah. And someone said, would you like a pina colada? Yeah. You know what? I'd love a pina colada again. <laughs> and, and that's what's crazy. And so and when, did they you, have when did you get back? And, uh, I uh, I got back just in time to see my Eagles miracle. Oh, here we go with this. Awesome. Well, I mean, I feel bad because you know Erlocker's one of our boys, friend mm-hmm. of the podcast. Yep. You know, so and they brought the whole crew out and their kicker Cody Parkey. Oh, I feel bad for him too. Used to kick for the Eagles. Yes, he did. Yeah, Come I actually saw him. I saw him kick the game-winning field goal against the Colts. For us on a Monday Monday night game, keep it golf. He cleared his hips too quick. Yeah, hit it left, little hook left. That was that was a great game. I uh, how about this dude has hit ten uprights this season? It's hard to do. Pass for him. Like, yes, you can't, you can't, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah, it's hard to do with an arm, much less a leg of which you have less control over. Now, That's like hitting the flag stick ten times. Yeah, it's hard. Not to do. putting like Bryson DeChambeau, who's doing it on purpose. Yeah, we'll get but, we'll get into that. But so. Yeah. Glad you had a good trip for those that, yeah, are, it was awesome. that, are, that are downloaded. I would highly recommend it. Good. And it was cool. They did have a water show where guys were ju- – when it was 20-mile-an-hour winds, there was a water show, and guys jumping 30 feet down into pools, like very similar to Cirque du Soleil's O, the show O in Vegas. But now yeah. try doing it outside in the wind. I was waiting to see somebody get killed. Yeah, that, that doesn't I don't know how they did it. It was awesome. Thing. But they were only 30 feet in the air. I Your vacation – you yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have. Yeah, yeah, like completely different. And and for, for those who are are listening to the podcast, we appreciate the download, subscription, rate us. Uh, if I sound a little bit off today, <laughs> just a little bit hoarse, um, I probably went through in the last. I can't even do the math now. Maybe forty eight hours <laughs> in terms of travel. I did a twenty four hour day on Sunday. All right, 24-hour day because I did Sports Center AM with L Sunday yep. morning. So for that show, for that show, I wake up at about 3:15 a.m. Oh, right? so I wake up at 3:15 a.m. to do Sports Center on Sunday morning. L and I do right. the show from seven to nine a.m. Eastern. All right. Yeah. So then I hop on a flight at 11:30 from Hartford, connecting through St. Louis. St. Louis, then to San Francisco, of where the national championship is going to be. So eight hours of travel. Do you I get sleep to, on planes? I doze off. But both playoff games were on, and Southwest offers Dish TV, so I was able to watch the, from so each you game. So sleep? No. Kick to finish, both games. Chargers game, <laughs> Eagles game. So the, the flight went quick. So I get there at about at 5 o'clock, 5.30. I uh, get a car service down from San Francisco to San Jose, which was the site of the national championship. So I get on site. Uh, Jim Ornstein, agent to the stars, uh, was flying in town. And, you know, I hadn't caught up with Marty Smith in a while. So at about 8 o'clock, you know, everybody starts landing that, that, that I wanted to see. And so then we have a couple of cocktails, catch up. Everybody's having a good time. You're so still this time, not going to sleep? Michael, by this time, it has hit 
midnight West Coast time. <laughs> Which is math, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. East Coast time. 24 hours. So I've successfully done 24 hours. Travel, all of it. Then I wake up for a meeting on Monday, National Championship Monday. And then at noon, car service comes to pick up L, my co-anchor, and me. We drive out to this airport an hour away from the hotel uh-huh. to board the Goodyear Blimp. And I was on Blimp Cast during the National Championship and the Mega Cast. We were on the Blimp in the air for eight hours. Oh. Now, hold on, though. Cause, and I was, I was watching. Yeah. Me and the fam, we was a part of it a little bit. But you have to be – you have to give a little – good. it's not a blimp. Goodyear blimp. It's it's not a blimp, though. What is it? It's a Zeppelin. Big difference. Why? Because blimps do not have frames. Blimps cannot hover. And blimps don't ever truly – Land blimps fly like here's the the another best way it was described to me. Blimps fly like airplanes. Zeppelins fly like helicopters. So you mean I was in a zeppelin the whole time and a good year blimp? People said it was a blimp. Blimps don't have bathrooms. <laughs> blimps don't have bathrooms. This had a bathroom. You you're on a zeppelin. You're on. You were on the same thing as what the Hindenburg was. Yeah, good. I'm glad we avoided that fate. Well, you weren't, except that they're now filled with helium, not hydrogen. Uh-huh. So they're not flammable like that. They just, if if there's a leak, you just end up sounding like one of the Oompa Loompas. Um, yeah, so, okay, so I was on a Zeppelin. I was on a Goodyear Zeppelin. Although That's still awesome! So it was the first time in history that this has happened. First time in history. We made television history doing a broadcast from the blimp. So we were up there eight hours, Okay. <laughs> Phenomenal! I, it, it was it was it was a lifetime. It was it was just a, a, a once in a lifetime experience. So we do the national championship from up there. So then we land after being on the blimp for ten hours. Hold on, you got to say what was the best part? Best part of blimp cast? Yes, or best part of being up in the blimp for eight or being up in the in the yeah we'll call it the blimp. It's a good year blimp, but what was the best part? You know what? Of just, the whole trip, just to uh, be able to just. Constantly look down while you're talking. You're like, oh, my God, I'm up in the blimp. Now, they had to change. The, the only downside to it was that because of the wind pattern, um, they had to change the approaches going into San Jose International Airport, which is just behind the stadium. Mm. And so the FAA made us stay stationary to where we weren't able to circle the stadium like typically a blimp would. Right. And so we were stationary, hovering in a spot for for you know better part of seven hours because of the flight pattern. But it was also cool to be parallel with jets landing. That's uh, awesome. Seeing the flyover, the fireworks, yeah. the pyro. Um, it was an incredible experience. Uh, social media, we got some 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 good. Uh, we had some good fun on social media, and it it really was people. You'd be stunned at how smooth that thing rides. Yeah, I mean it would the, the the takeoff, the landing, the hovering. Uh, it's bigger than you would think. So it was we had an incredible time doing that, and so we get done, we land back at the airport a little bit past ten p.m. Pacific, so one a.m. Eastern. Uh, we get in our car service back to the hotel, which is about another forty-five minutes, 
And then there's an end of national championship celebration party, ESPN party. And so, you know, we go to this party. It's, it's, it's the college football people. It's Fowler, Herbie, um, Rinaldi, Desmond Howard. Um, it's just a great event. It's a great college football event. And so I'm there till, you know, after midnight, 1 a.m. And then I've got a 6 a.m. flight at a San Jose the next morning. And so I'm doing party, two-hour nap, wake up, go to the airport, have breakfast with David Pollack, fly home, get a nap on the plane, or fly here to Florida. And I'm guessing that's why I sounded like I chain-smoked for seven days when, in fact, it was probably eight hours, 16, probably 24 hours of travel in two and a half days. I don't know if you know this, but blimpin' ain't easy. Blimpin' ain't easy was the hashtag <laughs> that, that, hashtag. that took social media by storm. I and surprisingly, I'm the hashtag. one that came up with it. Seriously? Yeah, how about that for street cred? Blimpin' ain't easy was your boy. So uh, here we are. So I we have a. Admit, I'm kind of proud of you for that one. Thank man. you. I'm going to make shirts, by the way. <laughs> um, hey, I would. I rock one of those. I've been on a Zeppelin. I was on the one at Farmers, and what you were talking about, hovering over the airport, watching planes land and take off right underneath you, that's badass. I don't care who you are. That is awesome. Yeah, it was fun. So ESPN, they continue to be innovative in how they want to do the mega cast, so we were happy to be a part of it. Uh, while we were up in the air and doing our separate things, there was golf uh, being played, a Century, tur- Century Tournament of Champions. Uh, Xander Shoffley, we had talked about him because of his performance in the Open Championship last year. Uh, his comeback on Sunday was remarkable, but this is another example. We, we've said this all of the time on the podcast. This is another example of a young up and coming star that makes golf as healthy as it's ever been. Absolutely. And remember what he did on Sunday. He, he had a putt on the 18th for an Eagle that would have broken the course record. Mm-hmm. He missed the putt tapped in, tied the course record with a bunch of other people. So it wasn't like Gary Woodland who finished second. He didn't he didn't choke. He didn't lose. He got beat. Yeah, he by, started by with, a player that was just playing much better. It just lights out. When you when you can do something like that on a Sunday, you just lights out. And it's ironic because Xander at the Hero World Challenge You know, he's such a good dude. And he jokingly came up to me and was like, hey, man, what's the deal? What do I got to do so you talk to me more? And I was like, we can do whatever you want, man. We can have some fun in front of the camera anytime you want to have some fun. Or maybe this really cool podcast, Maddie and the Caddy. Same thing. And he was like, don't worry. I'll be getting with you more. And I was like, you know what? I believe you. I believe you. And we were all kind of just half joking. But, I mean, I know the kind of skill that this guy has. So after the run that he made at the Tour Championship a little while back, it was like, okay, this dude, when he won Rookie of the Year, Mm -hmm. you go, this is not a flash in the pan. This is not a guy who, like, win and and goes ghost on everybody because he's got a skill set and a swing, most importantly, that is easily repeatable for him. Yeah, And that's the key at that level. That is the key, and and when he continues to repeat that swing and continues to be comfortable with the moment of a championship and being able to hold guys off, I mean, that a, a win early in the season, I say this all the time, how do you capitalize on momentum in any sport uh, from the early part of the season? And for him to come out, young golfer, 
U.S. We talked about the Ryder Cup and when are some of these guys going to get a good look. 25 years old, to be able to come out early on in the season and, and rack a win, he's going to be one of those players uh, to watch. The other thing coming out of Century that I found interesting, it was really the first time that, well, no, not really, it was the first time we saw the new rules uh, come into play, and our boy, Bryson DeChambeau, keeping uh-huh. the flag stick in, of which he he said that he was going to do a lot, and he yep. put that into play, and it seemed to work for him. It sure did, and but it was all because of <laughs> Bryson the scientist, and this is ironic. When you look at the flag stick that they were using in, at Kapalua, from four inches, three to four inches above the line of the cup, yep. which is where the grass is, the flag stick, very thick, yep. very heavy because of the wind. But from down into the cup, up into the thick part is a thin, it's very thin. So, so thin near the top of the flag. No, thick, thick at, at the top, the top of, the flag, of the flag, thin, thin going the into the hole. Okay. So the thin part means it's it's easy to leave the flag stick in because it's very it's less of a surface for the ball to bounce off of and more of a diameter of the cup that you have more open space available for the ball basically. So it made sense for him to do it which he had talked about before and everyone was like, yeah, "Okay, diameter of flag stick and whatnot." And then this past week, it came into play, and you and it was clear because Kapalua is one of the only golf courses that has flag sticks like that. And the reason yep. that they have to have it is because the wind is so strong. So that's the only way to keep the flag stick stable. And they've had years there where they had to stop play because the flag stick, even with a thick the thick part going up to where the flag is was still bending over, touching the flag was touching the ground. Yeah, you're going to get that in Hawaii. You're going to get yes, you're get violent wind out there. Yeah, especially on the mountain there in 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 Maui. So this week in Sony, they usually don't have that kind of a problem because of where the golf course is located and it's a little bit protected on one side by Diamond Head Mountain. So it'll be it'll be wild, and it's wild to think this week. With Jordan Spieth playing. Well, actually, news before that, how about Steph Curry's PGA Tour event getting abandoned? I was, not aware, I was not aware that happened. Yeah, and it's recent. Like, it literally, that story just broke. Uh, as we record this podcast, it, 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 that story kind of broke two, about a day and a half ago. Okay. Where it looks like it was pretty much a done deal that starting in the 2019 20 season, like this coming fall yep. was the event was supposed to debut and nobody is really explaining what went wrong but i guess workday was the sponsor and the their talks with the PGA tour broke down and no Look, one's there's saying other ways it's to, not there's other ways for, to, yeah there's yeah. other ways to get that thing off the ground true i mean there there are other ways to do it yeah, and if you're going to have a golf tournament with another big name involved in it, please put Steph Curry's name on it. Because that's a dude who encompasses everything about the game of golf and outside of golf that you want. He does it's what? A celebrity. What does he from do? Another sp- yeah. No, what's, what's he do? What's Steph do? <laughs> uh, what's he do to the. He. And he what? Is he N1? No, and. And. Co- what? What were you saying? 
I was saying that Steph Curry, he encompasses everything that you want. <laughs> encompasses. Everything. What's wrong with think you all never heard of the term encompass? It's not compass. It's compass. En- encompass? <laughs> Encompass? No, you know it's funny is I know I know Brooks who's back in Bristol. Laugh. Hold on, man. Spell encompass. <laughs> what? Spell it. E N E N C O M P A S S. Encompass. Right. En- I'm sorry. Encompass. <laughs> like if you in L A. and if you if you go to L A. you don't go to Compton. <laughs> you go to Compton. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> you can't, I would you, love. You know what? Me and you going to next time we go to California. Right, this. We're going hey, to Compton, and I hey. want you to be like, "Hey, man, tell these brothers where they live." Let me they ask you this: Compton. I want you yeah, to they don't. Pr- pronounce this word. I'm going to spell for S-A-D-E. you. S a d e. What? Who's who sings? <laughs> pronounce this word. Ready? Okay. C o m p a n y. Company. Yeah, not company. Company. C O M. Yeah, nah. What if you're? So let me ask you something. If you're lost and on the seas, and you're looking at something to find out where north is, what are you compass. looking at? Looking at a compass. A compass? No, you no, said no. compass the first compass. time. No, Don't I'm even try at, it. I'm Don't even at, try it. You said I'm, compass. I'm looking at a compass. C U M P A S S. Come on, man. Don't be crazy. Company. I work at ESPN, which is a large company. That's what you're doing with that. What, wait a minute. Just because it's C-O-M doesn't mean that it's pronounced the same just, for every you, single word. You just used that example for com, uh, Compton. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying that it can't be compass or encompass. No, you're saying that. It has to be compass? Yes, that's how it's said. That's not how it's said. <laughs> just company and compass are two different words. All right. You know, it's pro- pro- probably a good time to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we got on a c- pronunciation school. Our, our How apolog- do you say water? 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 <laughs> <laughs> our, our apologies for deviating off the very big Steph Curry story about his, his uh, tournament being canceled. Uh, but coming up next, we have uh, some Maddie and the Caddy road scheduling to talk about. We have a couple of events coming up uh, that we are excited to go to in the month of January. Uh, so Maddie and Caddy hit the road. That's coming up. Okay, welcome back to Maddie and Caddy. Uh, during the break, uh, producer Brooks, producer Drew weighed in. Uh, you can tally the score two one Maddie for Encompass, but I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not bringing it back up. I'm not gonna go I'm down that road. I'm fighting this. How do you pronounce that? Company. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> the Maddie and Caddy are gonna hit the road again. We haven't hit the road uh, since Tahoe. Or was I know. This, was Tahoe post? That was pre-U.S. No, I was post-U.S. Well, hold on. You do. We do have to say the Lost episode was a road gig. That was a road gig, yeah. So this new Lost, and that was, that. hold on. That This is a special Lost thing now because that's your birthday one. So your birthday episode is a Lost traveling episode. No, but here's the thing. We know exactly where that podcast resides, and we were told we can't run it. So well, I mean, we 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 played I up. I don't the, know uh, what that word "can't" means. We played <laughs> up the daily episode. We knew where that one held the whole time, but we knew we were going to run that eventually. But we, you know what? Maybe if we can convince them to do like Maddie and the Caddy Platinum, to where we can the director's cut. We'll need that. We'll need we'll need uh, Lopez 
to uh, get on that. We'll get some help. Don't worry. Um, so we are we were going back on the road, and being that you're kind of our our, our road provocateur, um, where where are we going next week? Orlando, Florida. Actually, kind of home for us. Yeah, it's kind of a home game because it's it's actually I I still think that is. Well, I'm not 100 percent sure. It was at one point a Disney property, but I don't I don't think it is anymore. The Diamond Resorts Invitational, and I'm looking first, at it. I'm excited. Me too. It's the first LPGA Tour event of the year. It's a no but cut it's a event. Yep. No cut because it's winners only. So it's a very small field, but there's a ton of celebrities and whatnot that are going to be there, and baseball players, uh, some football players. So it'll be. It's a really fun event. That now matters on the LPGA tour, and it'll be Maddie and the Caddy's first LPGA tour event. It will, together, and I'm looking forward is, to that. Yeah, because you so you always come back. I mean, and, and you come back when you when you cover some of these LPGA events, you come back raving about the setup. You'll see how it's run, and I I can't yep. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's the access. To the players, I tell amateur golfers all the time when they're like, you know, hey, what pro golfer should I watch to get better as a golfer? And I don't watch women. PGA Tour. No, players. watch women. Watch the LPGA. That's Tour exactly players. right. Their tempo is what you, as an amateur, can copy. I, that's what I do. Even me, as much as I've been around the PGA Tour and as many PGA Tour pros as I've been around. You, I know as an amateur golfer, I can copy LPGA Tour swings because the distances I can hit might be a little bit further, but the swings are going to produce such great results. The only thing that is game-wise that I think is different is short game, where around the greens... um, the men's game, they can generate more spin coming out of the rough yeah. and out of off of tight lies uh, than than LPGA Tour pros can. Other than that, it's the same game. I'm it's telling you, it's so, so smooth. More. Their oh. swing, their swings look the same on the LPGA and the women. They look the same with the driver as they do with the iron, and it's just yes. but, it's buttery smooth. They're not trying to lose their shoes. I say it all the time, and like their all- misses are small. That's I mean, it, because of that. It's incredible to watch them. Uh, we're going to try to get uh, – we're excited to try to get – we're going to attempt Lexi Thompson. I'd like to sit down and, and talk with her. Yes. Um, just because she, she's a star of the sport. Uh, oh, maybe yeah. Brit, Brittany Lincecum, yes. uh, some of the other great players on, on the LPGA. Uh, we won't divulge our wish list for the NFL and some of these guys yet, uh, but yeah. it's going to be an exciting event because, yeah, we haven't gone out since Tahoe in terms of the podcast. So next week's podcast, we, we're, we're, we're going to try to do – is tape the one Tuesday for the week with a guest and then get some of the content uh, like we did after Tahoe where we drop one or two each yes. week. So we're excited for that. That'll be in Orlando. And then the following or in two weeks, we're going uh, the, to the house that Maddie built. Quite the literally. The greatest show on grass. And you know, I, don't mean, I don't mean the stuff that's being legal in some states. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I started going to this tournament, when I was in high school and college in, in Arizona, we were at the 16th when there weren't grandstands. Which, I'm not going to lie, during the tournament, it was better that way. Yeah, and if you haven't it, guessed by now, we're going to the Waste Management Open. The, yeah, it is. 
one of two tournaments that has to be on every golf fan's bucket list. You have to go to the Masters, find a way, save up, buy a scalp ticket. I don't care. Get to the Masters and get to the Waste Management. Now, the Waste Management, the difference is the Waste Management, there is no such thing as a sellout. Let me say that one more time. There is no such thing as a sellout, which means if you show up, they will sell you a ticket. It's not expensive to go either. And that's why they have the biggest crowd the tour has ever seen. Ever. It is the biggest Thursday, Friday and Saturday, especially. Friday and Saturday at that golf course is absurd. And it is the polar opposite of the Masters. If the Masters is Easter Sunday and Christmas Eve at church, then the waste management is bachelor party and wedding crashers. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's an incredible event. And we're that, we're doing. I as I recall, I don't know if this is officially official, but we're doing something for the pro am. Is that correct? Or not for the pro am? The par three? No, no, no. The pro am. No. Well, kind of yes and no. Okay. So, uh, I think what we're gonna we're gonna have a table set up on the golf course. Um, so that golfers will be able golfers, amateurs, all the celebrity stuff that are going are going to kind of come over to where we are, and we're going to be having some fun with them. Exactly where that table is set up has yet to be determined. But this will but be live will, also as well on Sirius XM. Is that correct? P- potentially for a little bit. Okay, that's kind of all of that stuff is in the works. I was I was on a conference call yesterday kind of talking about that trying to play out schematics. Okay. Here's the here's the problem for us and we can talk about this. So on the 16th hole on Wednesday they have a lot of music playing. It is a madhouse on a Wednesday because all the celebrities that are playing in the pro am and it's crazy and they have like all this walk up music and stuff which is awesome, but the problem is this is why you don't see it on Golf Channel, you don't see it on ESPN. We can't no it's you it's never it's never seen because when you're playing music in the background, music has rights issues. Right. So because of that, if you're going to show a guy hitting a shot on a par 3, if there's music playing in the background, either you're muting it and you're only showing the video of the shot or you just can't show it, period. So that's part of the problem where if we were sitting on that tee box specifically, we might have a, an issue with sound background noise if it's too loud. If there's a way that we can kind of get around that, we'll see. If not, trust me when I tell you – Plan B is better. Oh, no. And I know people are like, what? Yes. Just a good tease right there. I'm just telling you, because even you don't know. So I'm saying, I'm telling you too, that when I threw this other thing out for plan B, that it's like, oh, wait, that would be even better. And the reason I say that, well, no, I'm going to tell you why, because that will give away what my evil plan is. But that's what's in the works. I love a good evil plan. It's, yeah, right? And I would say 75 to 85% of the time, the evil plans come to fruition and work out, and right. it's pretty good. And I'm feeling even that confident, if not more, with this evil plan. Okay. 
now with Evil Plan, will we still have access to the players and the pro and the celebrities for the pro? Oh yeah, that's exactly what the Evil Plan encompasses. 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 Yeah, that's right. I brought it back again. It encompasses. So we. Uh, it's not a coupon. It's a coupon. No, it's not. It's a coupon. It's a coupon. Oh no, I I, I can't. <laughs> All right. So one of us was speaking at a journalism school. One yeah, of us uses and I tell coupons. You, they will. They will. Yeah. They will take that. They'll, they'll 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 walk up in the middle of your speech and take your keynote if you start thing, saying things like encompass. I just want to say being at this school helped me encompass everyone. <laughs> All right. So we are excited like for Sade the- <laughs> or do you listen to Sadie? Oh, yeah. We uh the the new year is going to bring some good new exciting things from adding to Caddy. Got some road trips planned. Um and then we are going to continue uh with some of our guests. It, it's going to be great. We were we're through our hiatus. We appreciate uh you staying patient with us during the hiatus. We are going to effort a rules expert here in the next couple of weeks so everyone understands yeah, the new rules. That's going to be fun. I'm trying to get a buddy of mine on who's a rules official, who's a lot of fun and really cool, and someone who I've I've known since I just started Caddy and was still doing stand-up comedy full-time. And uh, he would be extremely entertaining, especially like going through all this new rule stuff. Did you see? Well, did you get to? Did you get to like watch any of the stuff that was going on? I got to see a little bit of the golf. Yeah, same with me, just very little. Like watching Bryson DeChambeau take a drop from his knee was awesome. He was, yeah, but he was also kind of bending down. Yeah, which I was like, well, wait a minute. If you're bending your knee, is that? breaking that rule because See, then it's here's my suggestion with that because that's a good point my suggestion with the new rules just if there there needs to be a bryson dechambeau channel for the first few tournaments because oh, he's gonna he's man. gonna put all of the new rules in play oh all of them yeah and even he said it was absurd with with what he was doing as far as taking his drop but i think it also then this is the one time with this new rule of taking a drop by your knee, it's the one time it favors short guys. Correct. You know how mad Dustin Johnson oh. would be if he had to take a drop and then I took a drop right after him? Because I would be dropping so much closer to the ground. And right, now for those that are listening, flex what, your knees. What? what is, yeah, give them just kind of what is the. So it used to be the old rule before January 1st when you were taking a drop for a penalty or a drop for um, if you just even a free drop. When you were taking a drop, it had to be shoulder height. The ball had to be dropped from shoulder height. The new rule, which they actually tested one where you could drop it an inch from the ground, then they mm-hmm. changed that one. Yeah, that's the new rule is it has to be knee height. Okay. But what Bryson did was he flexed his knees and got into kind of like not necessarily an athletic position, but by flexing his knee, it lowered his drop point a couple of inches. Correct. Yeah, which doesn't seem – it's very gray when it comes to the rules, but this is – Bryson is really smart Like when he does stuff like this, so – it's one of the things that I'm. I guarantee you, there's going to be an amendment to this rule, and you might as well start calling it the Bryson rule. Yeah, and I look, and that that's the other thing that makes these rule changes exciting because we've been talking about it for a while. But to see them put into play, 
it'll be interesting to see now, now that these are being applied by players, how they're being applied and how they now get tweaked here and there because of how the players are executing them on the course. Yeah, yeah. But this is also the part where I love when this is just like, for me, the long putter, the chest-high putter. When somebody comes up with a rule thinking it's going to get rid of something and it backfires on them. And so you got a guy like Bernhard Langer, Scott McCarron, yep. even Adam Scott went back to using that putter and people were like, well, you can't do that. Ah, you thought you got rid of it, but now you didn't, stupid. So that's your fault. And it's just going to be the same with this, with the drop, because now it's like, hey, man, that is that a golf stretch? No, I'm doing this stretch right here. So just in case, I, I got a little rough. I got to take a drop. So I got to, my hamstrings got to be stretch what (laughs) that'll be a new saying my glutes didn't activate and i couldn't get my hamstrings uh stretched out for that drop (laughs) look it's all happening in the new year of golf all right so next week we'll be in orlando uh looking forward to that uh we will have content to push out uh give us a call caddy give me the number real quick for a wrap again 860-506-6012 holler at us Ask us whatever questions you want to, and we, we'll put them on. We'll put them on. Starting next week. Well, once they get, yeah. Five, when, zero, yeah. If they get I'll through producer it. Drew. Yeah. 860-506-6012. Don't get too dark. Don't get too weird. Yeah. Or you ain't making it. All right. So the, the valet is watching my beast cruiser, so I've got to get back out to them. <laughs> You got two miles. You got to ride two miles back. (laughs) That's the only thing about riding, which I I used to bike ride a lot. Like I told you, when I worked for Way Messenger Service, I rode a bike to work. So I always forgot about you have to ride it back. Yeah, the the bike ride out is great. It's like a jog out. You're like, oh, man, I forgot to turn around. (laughs) So I'm going to ride my bike. I'm literally going planes, trains, blimps, and automobiles and bikes uh, over the last few days. Uh, so we appreciate the download, listen, subscribe, and rate. Hit us up social media at Maddie and Caddy, both Instagram and Twitter. My thanks to ESPN 106.3 FM here in West Palm uh, for letting us use their studios. And the next time up, we will talk to you from Orlando as Maddie and the Caddy take to the road. For the Caddy, Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. Thank you for the listening download. We'll catch you next time on Maddie and the Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.